Morning, y'all. I'm Katie Kamen, and it's Wednesday, the third day of August. Believe it or not, there are just 150 days left in this year. Trivia lovers, can you answer this? On this date, 20 years ago, a legendary musician made his return to the Newport Folk Festival for the first time in 37 years. His last time there, he outraged fans. When he played an electric guitar, can you name that musician? I'll have the answer coming up, but first, let's head over to the First Alert Weather Center to see what Mother Nature has in store for your forecast. And good morning to you. I'm meteorologist Joey Sofi. Warm and muggy out the door this morning. Get ready for another hot and humid day. Highs today in the low to mid 90s. Slight chance of rain lunchtime. A couple of hit or miss storms, especially inland this afternoon. A lot of you are going to stay dry again today. Just a little bit better chance of an afternoon storm. Rain chance back down tomorrow, Friday. Mainly dry. High temperatures around 91 degrees. Not as hot as we've been. We've been up in the mid 90s, but still the heat index over 100 degrees each day all the way through the weekend with a slightly better chance of a shower thunderstorm Saturday and Sunday afternoons. You're listening to Morning Y'all, your local headlines and first alert weather forecast from the Low Country's news leader, Live 5 News. Morning Y'all is sponsored by MUSC Health. Join a team that's changing what's possible. MUSC Health is hiring for all locations and various positions including radiology, path and lab, maintenance and a number of other professions. Find out more about the competitive pay rates and benefits or review a more comprehensive list of current openings at muschealth.org/careers. MUSC Health, changing what's possible. It's time to swing over to the news desk for your headlines. Well, the Berkeley County Sheriff's Office is investigating a shooting that left a person injured. Deputies say they responded to the area of Howe Hall Road and Ruby Ridge Lane last night. Deputies say one person was injured in that shooting and taken to the hospital. They're expected to be okay. The investigation is ongoing and anyone with information is asked to contact the Berkeley County Sheriff's Office. The Colleton County Sheriff's Office is asking for help finding a Walterboro man in connection with a shooting at a local pool hall over the weekend. Shannon Kinnard is wanted for murder after a shooting at Sure Shots Pool Hall left one man dead early Saturday morning. Kinnard's last known address is in Walterboro. Deputies say he's considered armed and dangerous. If you see him, call the Colleton County Sheriff's Office. Well, an email obtained by Live5 says that Charleston County School District Superintendent Don Kennedy announced that the chief of staff, Dr. Erica Taylor, has been let go. Now, Kennedy told board members that elimination of the position is part of a restructuring effort. One candidate for a school board says Kennedy should not be restructuring this close to an election. Erica Taylor has been in the district since 2012. One only female um Uh, executives that worked their way up. Um, I didn't. I felt like she should have been offered another position if she wasn't in the organizational chart. It just makes it very suspect on what they did to her today. Now Taylor's termination comes less than a week since the district announced its chief academic office uh, staff Carolyn Belcher is no longer with the district. Only around half of Charleston County students have registered for classes that start in about two weeks. So CCSD staff they are now working to double our double time to get students registered before the first day of class. Now this year the school district switched to an all online registration form to help parents figure out how. 
how to register. They have set up registration pop-up events around the district. The next one is Saturday in the Hollywood area. Parents have until the first day of school, August 17th, to register before the district says employees will start tracking down students and parents. A local nonprofit will be partnering with Hot Gap Middle School to help create a community garden for the school's sixth graders. Fields to Families says the best way to teach middle schoolers about plants is with hands-on experience. The local nonprofit helps families get access to fresh produce. The organization says they'll work with sixth graders at Hot Gap to teach them how to grow the plants, the science behind it, and even allow students to take home the fresh produce to their families. Our very own Molly McBride will have more details on why the organization is partnering with the middle school. We'll have those details at the top of the hour. Well, not much longer before students head back to class, many families have already started shopping for those supplies. Well, Life 5 is on your side to tell you about some upcoming giveaways to help get students prepared for school. This Saturday, the Colleton County School District will be hosting a back-to-school bash for its students in grades K through 12. That event will be from 9 a.m. until noon on Saturday, August, August 6th at the Colleton County High School track. Students will be able to get free book bags, school supplies, and more. Another giveaway also happening on Saturday. That's going to be at Hot Gap Middle School from 11 till 1. The Community Resource Center will also be in attendance to provide food boxes to families who show up. One local nonprofit is partnering with Hot Gap Middle School to create a community garden for their sixth graders. Love this. Sounds like a good idea. Well, Molly McBride joins us live from Johns Island. So, Molly, you spoke with the nonprofit. Can you tell us a little bit more about this partnership? Fields to Families will be working with Hot Gap Middle School to create a garden for the upcoming school year. They say the best way to teach middle schoolers about plants is with hands-on experience. Fields to Families is a nonprofit that connects fresh produce to families in need. Over the next couple of weeks, they will work with Hot Gap to create a garden designed to teach and inspire students. This open grassy area beside the school will soon hold a garden specifically tailored to the sixth grade curriculum, which requires them to learn about plants. Joanna Horas, the project coordinator of Fields to Families, says they will teach the kids how to grow plants, the science behind growing plants, and allow them to take home fresh produce to their families. In addition to the education, she says it's important for people to know what it takes to grow their food. I think there's a really big disconnect between people and their food. Like you just go to a store and you pick up the stuff and you pay for it and you don't know where it comes from what is behind growing the stuff fields to families is looking for volunteers not only for this project but many others for more information about how you can get involved visit live5news.com and click on the story reporting live on john's island molly mcbride live 5 news well, if you've ever wanted an inside look at how your local fire department operates, listen up to this. Yeah, the Somerville Fire Department is now taking applications for the annual Citizens Fire Academy. Sounds cool. Well, it's a seven-week program aimed to give people a better understanding of what exactly firefighters do. So excited to learn about this. Lauren Quinlan joining us live with more on this opportunity open to the public. How are you, Lauren? I'm doing good, Aisha. How are you? 
The Somerville Citizens Fire Academy is open to those 21 and older who live in the town of Somerville. Now they'll be accepting applications throughout the month of September and will start this program up in October. The Somerville Citizens Fire Academy made its first debut about four years ago. Fire Chief Richard Waring says it's about educating their neighbors on what services they do and sometimes don't provide. They'll cover everything from the cost of doing business to the types of incidents they respond to. He says it's important for the community to know where their tax dollars are going. Once a week for seven weeks, the group will meet and learn the ins and outs of a Somerville firefighter. As the needs of the community are constantly evolving, Waring says from an emergency response standpoint, it's important to stay on top of it. Fire departments get called everything from a, something as simple as a cat in a tree to you know, a, a building just falling down, it's been hit by a vehicle. So, and when we get there, we have to know what to do to, to solve the problem. So just kind of staying ahead of the game and, and knowing what to do for, for our citizens. Waring says through feedback from this program, they can help citizens understand what their goals are and in return can share what their expectations are of a fire crew. Now, this program is different from a traditional fire academy, but if you are interested in taking it a step further and applying, reach out to the station. Applications will be accepted through September 14th, so if you're looking to apply, click on this story on Live5News.com. Reporting live in Somerville, Lauren Quinlan, Live5News. Abortion access here in South Carolina remains a hot topic for debate in the courthouse and the state house. Back in June, the Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade. That decision allowed for South Carolina's fetal heartbeat bill to take effect. The law prohibits most abortions after six weeks. Last month, a lawsuit was filed challenging the law to make abortions legal through 20 weeks. That lawsuit has now been handed over to the state's Supreme Court. The law could also change in the state house after state house lawmakers issued recommendations for a new, more restrictive law. The state Senate has also just announced their first meeting on abortion when the Senate's Medical Affairs Committee will hear public testimony on August 17th. All speaking spots for that meeting are filled, but anyone is able to weigh in by sending in written or video testimony. Well, Clemson University's The Bottoms Farm will be looking a little different in a few years. The university says the 90 acres of land will bring climate change solutions and provide habitats for animals and capture carbon from the atmosphere for plants. Clemson Experiment Station Assistant Director John Andre says the farm will include three sustainable systems. He says the plan is to collaborate with students and other departments. The university is calling it the most unique farm in the nation. South Carolina's attorney general says the state will be joining a new group to fight robocallers. The anti-robocall litigation task force will help educate consumers and investigate against communication companies responsible for bringing robocalls to the U.S. In 2021, an estimated $29.8 billion were stolen through the scam calls. Attorney General Alan Wilson says the task force's main focus will be to shut down providers that are profiting from the illegals scams. If you traveled through the Charlotte Douglas Airport this summer, you may have experienced some delays in cancellations. Well, according to FlightAware, the airport ranks seventh in the country for delays and eighth for cancellations. Kathleen Bangs with FlightAware says summer weather and staffing shortages have been to blame. Bangs also says as students start to head back to school, the demand for vacation flying will drop, which will lead to a smoother experience. 
Well, the New York Federal Reserve says consumer debt has topped $16 trillion for the first time ever in the second quarter. That's a 2% increase from the previous quarter. Most of that increase is due to a jump in mortgage borrowing. Now, the New York Fed also saying credit card balances increased by $46 billion last quarter. Credit card debt has also increased by $100 billion. That's the biggest increase in two decades, and the Fed says the credit card binge partly reflects inflation as prices rise at the fastest pace in more than four decades. At the top of the show, I asked if you could name the legendary musician who returned to a folk music festival decades after angering fans by playing an electric guitar. That musician was Bob Dylan, so give yourself a gold star if you knew that answer. Celebrating a birthday today, singer Tony Bennett turns 96. Actor Martin Sheen is 82. Lifestyle guru Martha Stewart is 81. Family Matters actress Jamari Payton is 72. Classic TV's Dennis the Menace, Jay North, turns 71. Actor John C. McGinley of Office Space and Scrubs is 63. And actress Bridget Branna of Army Wives turns the big 5-0. Thanks for joining us for Morning, y'all. I'm Katie Kamen. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Thanks for listening to Morning, y'all. Produced every weekday morning and sponsored by MUSC Health. Be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts or listen anytime at live5news.com slash podcasts. And download the free Live 5 News app for your mobile device for the latest local news and weather updates 24-7 from Live 5 News, the Low Country's news leader.